professional friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shereen. And it's been a minute since we've recorded an episode. Welcome back. Yay. Not that anybody knows that, because we still go out every week, <laughs> but you know. It's true. <laughs> but for your information, it's been a minute. Yeah, I know. I'm feeling like we sat down and I was like, how do we do this again? Uh, it's been a few weeks. <laughs> how doth one talk? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. I assume you're here because you read what the description of the episode is this week, and... Um, basically, we are in our first week of August. Uh, it's August, which means that we've officially flipped genres. And this month, we're talking about young adult. My favorite. Young adult fiction. I think a lot of people would probably say the same <laughs> thing. Favorite. Yeah. Um, and it fe- I don't know. We were trying to... We were trying to pick kind of the movies we wanted to talk about this month and things. And you know what? Everybody's still on a Stranger Things kick mm. from the latest season because it was great and it felt like a timely thing to do to <laughs> You re- are reaching with this. <laughs> it's really hard. Um, it felt like a timely thing to do to revisit a Jamie Campbell Bauer classic <laughs> uh, which is the, what is it, 2013 adaptation of uh, City of Bones, which is a the Mortal Instruments series, I think is what it is, by Cassandra Clare. Yeah. Um, which is a, from what I understand, a pretty popular young adult fantasy series oh, from yeah. like the early to mid-2000s kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 2013 was the first attempt to adapt this series for the screen. I It was meant to be a franchise, yeah. from what I understand, but this movie did so poorly womp, womp. <laughs> that they canceled that and then Netflix picked it up as a series and actually turned it into a TV show instead. Which I watched from beginning to end. I watched from beginning to two-thirds of the way through. I think I just fell off after a while because it was probably just a bit much for me. Young adult, like, fantasy stuff after a while I can't do for seven seasons I or however long. I the drama long. of it. You were like... so drama. You need to be somebody who watches, like, telenovelas. I don't know why you don't do it. I mean, I watched Carnation like, Street. This one, yeah, but like a, like a proper Spanish telenovela of just, like, like, you know, this Korean one is, like, one. this one's, like, my... And like this is like my secret twin, and like here's my brother's cousin's like oh, best I live friend. For the drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very up your alley. Um, yeah, I don't think we have anything else that we need to talk about, so we're gonna we're just gonna jump right into the movie, and we're gonna talk about the Mortal Instruments: colon, City of Bones. <laughs> very important. <laughs> I've been killing demons for over a third of my life. <laughs> you killed two cops. They weren't cops. Demons exist across the world in their varying different forms. I don't understand what any of this has to do with my mom. Your mother was a shadow hunter. Like him. Like you. There's a map inside your head, Clary. You are the key to our survival. What is it about her? She's different. She's gonna get us all killed. Um... So this film, you're going to freak out, this film currently, right now when we're recording this, has a score of 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is 13%. What? <laughs> it deserves so much better than that. There was a star-studded cast oh and they goodness. gave it their all. That doesn't mean anything, Shireen. You always <laughs> say that like it means something. I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> okay, so the yeah, the critic score is thirteen percent. The audience score is fifty eight. It's not great. I, I people, guess people do not like this film. I am a little. I feel like I'm somewhere between thirteen and fifty eight percent. I 
give it like a solid 75. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you watch it yesterday? You were just on your phone. No, I watched it. I watch it like this is one of the ones that I watch like once a year. Just Crikey. full disclosure. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, so this is part of from what I, I'm pretty sure as well, and I would have to double check the publication dates of the actual books, but I think that Mortal Instruments was one of those series that sprung up after Twilight blew up the way that it did. You know, it became a thing. All roads lead back to Twilight. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, guys, very, very shortly. 2007. 2007, okay, yeah, and the first Twilight book was published in 2005, so. Okay, so that makes sense. So, yeah, so it was originally published in 2007, makes sense. I forget how many books there are in the series. I've never read them, can you tell? Uh, (laughs) But I have watched this film, and then subsequently watched at least three seasons of that TV show, Mm. if I'm not mistaken. And there were only four or five, I think. I think there's about <clears throat> five seasons. I've read the I'm book. I'm going to, I'm hang on. I'm going to fact check us here but because I people read, are going to be pissed. I read the book in 2008 um, when I was in the hospital for surgery for my Crohn's disease. So it's all a little bit hazy. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty hopped up on morphine in my <laughs> 17 year old state. Um, but I remember really enjoying the book and really jonesing for the rest of the series. But I think I haven't gone back and reread it or um, read any of the other books in the series because, um, you know, when you're in the hospital like that, you don't really feel like having those memories brought up. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay, no, I'm sorry. There were actually only three seasons. But there were a lot of episodes. There were 55 episodes in three seasons. Oh, that's why it felt like there was like seven seasons. I thought there were like five or six seasons. Okay, yeah, sorry. So there were three seasons of this show, a total of 55 episodes. I definitely maybe started the third season. I definitely did not finish this show. I have no recollection of like probably at least the last 20 episodes. I, I watched the whole thing. It was fantastic. Big fan um mostly because of magnus bane but to, yeah but today we're here to talk about the movie and i guess we can kind of compare and contrast to the show a little bit um this um yeah we can a little bit probably yeah. uh so this film obviously yeah so i'm double checking right now according to what i'm reading yes he they were meant to be making a sequel to this which i think is pretty clear from the film as well because it definitely ends with many 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 questions and you can you can tell it's the introduction to a series but this fucking movie (laughs) while being i don't even know how to describe it because it has too many things going on at the same time so while being oversaturated and overpacked with information for people to absorb. This is why I think it made a better TV show because there's too much world building to do in the first film Yeah, um, that you don't get any. They don't really do it. They're just like, we do this and yeah. we kill demons. We are shadow hunters. And I guess you can too. Woo! Um, so while being too oversaturated to the extent like it's like this movie feels like it should have been longer but at the same time when you're watching it you're like this movie is so fucking long it's over (laughs) two hours long it's like it's such a roller coaster because it feels like there's numerous like potential endings to the movie like because you're kind of like oh like we're gonna end here oh no no never mind something else is happening oh we're gonna end here yeah oh something else is happening (laughs) it reminds me of when we saw the latest batman movie i enjoyed that movie. (laughs) yeah but uh, you can enjoy it all you like but you you 
need to be honest and admit that it ended six different times. It really did. There were six that whole thing where they were like goodbye, um, and then you had Zoe to see Kravitz, yeah. and then they they were riding their bikes along at the same. Like what? Was I thought that? when they had that conversation, that was my final one. That I was like, this is definitely, and we're gonna cut to black, and <laughs> no, and we had going. to watch them for three minutes, not say anything, and then split off in different directions. It was very funny. You're digressing so I, hard I, here. It made me giggle. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so this is actually funny enough. It turns out that uh, so this this film for all of its faults does have like quite an impressive cast. It's weird. It felt appropriate to talk about it, I guess just because that's it. We're on that big stranger things kick. If anybody's forgotten Jamie Campbell Bauer, who plays Jace in this film, who's the male lead. He, uh, he plays the bad guy. He's Vecna in stranger things in the fourth season. He's Um, very good at intense. And he's great. Yeah, no, he's so great. Vecna's like, Vecna's like a boss level villain. Like, oh, he's, he's really great. fucking cool. I'm oh, really yeah. glad that he's And he was great as one as well. Like he just did yeah. such a good job in that. Yeah, um, he did. He's yeah. a good he's a good actor. He's actually quite underrated. I really oh, yeah. I really like him. Um I mean like I he pops up and it's so funny. He comes he, up in all the movies that matter, like Twilight we forget. and Harry Potter. We forget. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot he played like a younger version of Grindelwald in yep. Harry, Harry Potter, Potter and that he, Caius he plays in Caius Twilight. in Twilight. His hair looks so bad in Twilight. Uh, his hair looks so bad in this movie. Yeah, I does. don't know what they did to the poor man's hair, but it's like know. they fried it. Looked okay in Stranger Things. He looked okay as one. Um, mm, I true. don't know. <laughs> Not as Vecna. He doesn't have hair, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I think because of that, we were also just kind of like, yeah, we could watch the guy with chiseled cheekbones for a couple of so hours. So intense in this movie. His stares oh are so intense. Jamie Campbell Bauer got to set, because he's a good actor, and yeah. so I don't believe, I truly don't believe that this was only his choice. He no. got to set, and he was like, what would you like me to do? <laughs> and the, the all of the filmmakers were like, you know what, just look f- like look somewhere between like how you always want to maybe murder someone or maybe kiss them but you're not sure which one and it's confusing you and it confused me as as I was watching it because I didn't know what was happening a lot of the time yeah especially um, the first time you see the film you're like what the fuck is going on yeah um Lily Collins is in this one um, yeah so she plays the lead her name's Clary, Clary. um she it turns out she was actually a fan of the books oh, previously she she'd been it? reading them and um, she and so apparently she made many phone calls to get herself that part because oh, really? she really wanted to be in the movie well, which I is too bad she that did it a turned good job out. to be honest like i liked her better than the chick who's in the mo- in the show yeah, she grew on me, but man, I did not like her at first at all. Although I think we, I do have trouble with a lot of characters like that because they, I find that a film or a show, they keep those leads like too pitiful for mm. too long and it's kind of annoying after a while. It's quite tropey and it's just, you know, it I gets mean, to be a lot. You know, there were moments that were really hard to believe, like when she managed to get those knee-high boots off and back on in like three <laughs> seconds. Like, uh, I did not believe that, that for a second. That's something, we were talking about this when we were watching the movie. I would very much like to I want to get to the point where we are seeing these like young adult fantasy series turned into something where when this secret shadow organization is going to kill people nobody puts on leather or high heels (laughs) they all put on like stretchy leggings and like docks like something that's going to injure someone or like running shoes and like wear like wear like armbands with spikes on them and stuff like and like a sweatshirt like I'd really like you to would see normally that wear in this type of fight but. pretty much yeah and they all and I would appreciate it if people actually looked like shit by the end of it I mean they 
they attempted it with Lily Collins in this movie. They kept like like cat spraying her or something. Oh, yeah. Like a water bottle. So it, she always had this weird, like the front of her face was all really wet. It was beaded with like water. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really sure what they were going for with that. But, I don't know. Um, it was funny because it was like their way of being like, look, she's she's been affected by this, but we can't give her pit stains because that would be weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so the movie, uh, starts with, um, Clary, she's kind of, she's talking to her best friend Simon on the phone, which, side note, uh, is Simon is played by Klaus from the Umbrella Academy, Umbrella Academy, um, and he was also in Misfits, I love this actor, he's hilarious, uh, Robert Sheehan, oh, he's awesome, he's great, he's so, so fun, and I was looking at him, and I was like, God, that guy looks familiar, and you were like, it's "It's Klaus, Klaus. and I was like, oh, fuck, I completely, I completely forgot, oh, yeah, um, but he does such a good job so um simon her best friend is like in love with her she lives with her mom uh in what i assume is new york city yes yes it is yes. new york city because there are nypd cars, cars yeah driving um, around so yes and so she's talking to him on the phone you know her mom's an artist um, her mom's played by lena Headey from oh, game yes, of thrones that's right um and we did agree that the casting choice was fantastic yeah mom and daughter there. they do look quite like i would never have thought of it myself but they do look mm. quite alike i believe it and we also get to meet um her mom's best friend luke who is uh keely or feely uh, I don't know who he one of plays. Those one, one of those dwarves from The Hobbit. <laughs> the sexy one who falls in love with Evangeline <laughs> Lilly. It was, it was the one that they cast because they were like, yeah, so we're also going to have this other guy, but we need a love story, so we need this dwarf to be hot. Yeah. I mean, some of those dwarves were hot, like Thor and Oak and Shield. Not with the big nose you can they gave him, though. shield whenever you want, uh. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, uh, so, you know, we're kind of watching it in the first five minutes being like, oh, this person, oh, this person. And it's like just a bunch of like actors who are in a lot of, um, fantasy stuff. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't think we were paying attention to anything else. What's his? Okay. Luke's played by Aiden Turner. Thank you very much. He's also an Irish actor. They (laughs) had a lot of Irish people in this movie. They did. They had a lot of like, you know, Irish, British, Scottish actors in this movie. Um, it was great, (laughs) but they were all playing Americans. Uh, I think. Anyway, no. Well, yeah. most of them, had, most of them had their accent except Simon. But That's true, Simon um, was American. But I think Umbrella Academy already showed us that uh, Robert Sheehan or Sheehan. I'm not sure. He um is very good at doing an American accent. It never slips. It's true. So um and so. Yeah, so um, Clary is making plans with Simon for her birthday. They're going to sneak out and go to a club, and Clary is kind of walking around drawing these, like, symbols all over the place, and then her mom uh, sees some of her doodles and is like, it's time, and you're like, ooh, what's going on? What is time? Very mysterious. Um, And then in the evening, Clary and Simon go out to, they sneak out to this club, which is, like, very blade I felt oh my god it's like, the whole intro scene of yeah. Blade oh yeah it was like very Blade and after like, after Blade came out it changed a lot of shit that way though like yeah. all your underground clubs yeah. were like they look like that in films now yeah and and like I said to you I'm like you know if I were like underage sneaking out to a club I don't know if this would have been my first choice like, maybe not but it depends what kind of person you are too yeah but she doesn't look like the type of person oh, no, who would go I know to they always like they always go to these weird alt clubs yeah. that you're like you know the vast majority of seven year old girls would probably not be down for this. Yeah, unless they had some sort of like vampire obsession or something. Yeah, true. Okay, Which so I mean, we all do now well, because of Twilight. It was but... post-Twilight, so I guess that's yeah, possible. It's true. And so um, she sees Jace for the first time, um, and he is in the middle of killing a demon, 
Um, he stabs this demon and Clary starts screaming her head off because she thinks that it's a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, while the demon's like having a weird seizure on the floor. Exactly. Um, and then Jace realizes that she can see him. Um, he's actually invisible to most people. And so Clary goes running out of the club because um, she's super freaked out. Um, Jace doesn't stop her at this point, does he? No. no. She just goes home and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because um, I, I do remember the way that it... If I'm not mistaken, the way that it played out in the TV show is that they she physically bumps into him outside the club, and mm. she was like, and she's like, oh, sorry, sorry, and he's like, what the fuck? Because yeah, she can, can see him. Me. Oh yes, they do that in the show. They make it like a little bit more um, obvious from then, uh, but in the movie they have to kind of cut forward faster. Yeah, I mean. Okay, at the same time, like, there's too much going on in this, but that is the curse of taking a large property like this that has so much detail to mm. it and trying to make it into one two-hour film. It well, does not work. Two, I guess, was their plan yeah, initially. Yeah, Well, I think they, they basically, they've indicated that they wanted it to be, like, a saga a la Twilight or Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, there would have been three or four of these at least. That's too bad that it didn't, that it got a big womp there. Yeah, it didn't work out very well, unfortunately, but what can you do? So, um, you know, the next morning she's kind of hungover. She goes and meets up with Simon for coffee. Um, she's all upset because she's seen this person be murdered and she doesn't really know what to do about it. <laughs> and Simon's doing a little bit of the, oh, ladies are crazy yeah. thing. They're like, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, he didn't see anything. Of course. Um, and so uh, at this point her mom starts calling her and then we see what's going on with her mom. Uh, she's fighting off these uh, henchmen who have shown up at her apartment and they're trying to break down the door and she's trying to call Clary and oh, yeah. Simon and it's all a little bit hectic and you're kind of like what the fuck is going on here? Well because all these guys are saying is we want the cup. We want the cup. And she's like I'm not gonna give it to you and then she drinks this weird potion after she's locked herself yeah. in the bathroom. And then she like faints yeah. really really dramatically. So like, dramatic. It's like, it's yeah. like super slow-mo. Um, and then these henchmen oh one of them looks like Elon Musk. Um, yeah like a taller Elon Musk. Yeah like if Elon Musk was like a friar. Oh, the haircut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. <laughs> Look him up. Anybody who's listening. Um, and so they they kind of get really frustrated. They leave. Clary runs home. She managed to speak to her mom for like two seconds on the phone. Um, runs home in a big like stressful scene where she keeps getting like knocked over by bikes or hit by cars or like, oh, like yeah. the whole thing and I'm like oh my god this poor girl um, it was sort of just I think it was just the filmmakers being like as dramatic as we could potentially make this that she may die before she gets back to her exactly. apartment we are going to do that so she knocks into a cyclist she almost gets hit by a car once or twice <laughs> Finally makes it to the apartment, sees that it's all been kind of ripped apart. Uh, her mom's not there, um, but there's a dog there, um, and she's like, she locks it in the kitchen, thinking that it's okay. But then um, the dog starts to turn into some other monstery thing. Um, yeah, the, you know what? The effects for, especially for 2013, the effects were not terrible in this film. They looked pretty decent. I'm telling you, I like the movie. This movie had a budget. Like there was actual oh, money put into it to to do that in the first place. If you if you consider it's about 10 years old now, so oh definitely, and yeah. and I do believe like if you say that they had plans to turn it into some sort of like Twilight Hunger Games phenomenon, yeah. I believe it. Looking at what yeah. they did with this movie. Also, ironically, according to uh, trivia that I'm reading, Lily Collins, and this would have made sense to me actually when Twilight was being made she auditioned for Bella's part oh I think I saw that somewhere I believe that too because she she would have fit she was too pretty to be Bella though yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
She's too charming to be. Yeah, probably. She's like not, you know, she's like not um, incredibly one dimensional. Awkward. Uh, awkward and one dimensional. <laughs> would have been weird to see her do that on purpose, I guess. So Yeah, it would have. Um, we will get to our Twilight episode. Yeah, at we're some talking point. about that like in a week, guys. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, she fights off this like monster demon thing by making her own bomb which i'm surprised she's able to do in like two seconds while being uh, chased around her apartment by this thing that is so and then, stupid and then and then the whole stove explodes and she protects herself by hiding behind the fridge door and i'm like would that really ex- like protect you from an explosion that reminded me of i think it was the last that terrible terrible later indiana jones film that they made where he's mm. like trying to get away from like the nuclear explosion and he hides in a fridge which is like thrown down the hill and he somehow rolls out of that fridge unharmed and I'm like so fridges people apparently I, well, if the you're old okay so crisis. I guess I think that there used to be like lead in them back in the day so maybe Indiana Jones could have gotten away with that a little bit but he still would have been totally battered and bruised from yeah but flying it's Indiana Jones like how many times should he have been battered and bruised and he's yeah, like I'm fine everybody I'm wants- going to go make a sexist comment now yeah nobody wants Harrison Ford to die so <laughs> anyway um, so she gets through this explosion. Um, then Jace shows up, and he's kind of like, "Oh, he oh, kills you... the dog thing." That's right. He kills yeah. the dog. No, she does with her explosion. No, it doesn't die. It comes back. Remember, oh, it reforms right. itself. Yes, that's right. And then he shows up, and then she's all like, "You need to kill it." Um, and she sees him. They're talking. She's yelling at him for a while um, outside, where other people can't see him, only her. So she looks kind of insane. Um, yeah, she's like... Oh, wait, like no, she, that happened earlier when she was at the coffee shop with Simon when she was yelling at him. That's why really? Jay shows up at her place because he was following oh, her. Oh, right, of course he followed her after yeah. she took off. You're right. Okay, yeah. yes, it's, it's fine. It's, Guys, I'm so sorry. Some of the details in this film, because of the way that everything smashed together, yeah. the scenes also kind of... Some of them get really long-winded, and so everything blends into yeah. it, itself after a while, which I can see might be part of the criticism And it's also well. very hard to remember remember when jace was in a scene or not because again all he really does for a while is just like stare at her intensely yeah it takes him to like halfway through the movie to really start having dialogue and then he says some interesting things anyway um so (laughs) yeah so he takes her and simon um back to the institute um which is where all the shadow hunters kind of learn how to do their shadow hunter thing and then they live after which my understanding is basically that shadow hunters are around to find and kill demons. Yeah, they were created by like an angel and a demon mating. Was that what it was? I don't Something know. like that. Anyway. Guys, I'm really sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's too much. Nothing gets properly explained in no. this movie. That's the problem. They tried to put so much in. And like, don't forget, like, there's like. A friendship story, like a love ship story. There was like a whole bunch of stories going on yeah. in here. A sibling story that's super weird that we're going to really talk about later strange. too. Um, anyway, so they go to the Institute and this is where uh, we start to meet the other characters. So we meet Isabel, who um, in the show is a lot better cast. She's um, great. She's in the, fantastic. In the show, she's super fun. She's like very like, you know, very much like the cool girl of the group. Yeah. Um, the girl in the movie is just very meh. Like, she has no impact whatsoever, Um, and neither does her brother, Alec. Yeah, and he is awesome in the show. He's great. Oh, he's great. Matthew Um, Daddario, he's so, so good. So good. Um, And he's, so Alec is in love with Jace. 
Um, I think it's pretty obvious to everybody except Jace. Uh, they do this yeah, in the show. Yeah, what a dumbass. What's wrong with yeah, him? Well, you know. Um, but yeah, and Alec doesn't want anybody to know about this. Um, like it's kind of slid in there like, oh, does he know how you feel about him? I do feel like in the show there were, they were more, they were smarter to be like, Jace knows, but he doesn't want to go there because he doesn't have those feelings for him. So they were trying like, you know, so you can see him actively trying to tiptoe around it. I really wish that they had had like movie Jace in the show and then like him and Alex, poof. There would have been, it would have been nice to have, um, it's weird. You would have had to have taken some of the people from the film, some of the people from the show and mashed them together together. into one TV show. And then it probably would have been pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then we meet, um, oh, what's his name? Hodge. Hodge. Um, and he, you pointed out that he's actually, um, Jared Harris. So Richard Harris's son, son. Richard Harris uh, for uh, the easiest thing to would, would be to watch the first two Harry Potter movies. He played Dumbledore before he passed away, unfortunately. So very homophobic, apparently. Oh, gross. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is. Um, unsurprising, unsurprising generationally, but very unfortunate, very unfortunate, especially since he was playing, a gay, character. a gay character. I don't think he would have continued because it hadn't really like when the when the when the films were originally being made, like the first yeah, couple, we didn't talk about it. Yeah, it wasn't explicit. It was only until like when Grindelwald started coming in the picture that um, you know we started to get Spidey sense a better idea, it. and then it was confirmed and everything yeah. as well, like you know properly. So, so we knew. We don't want to talk about J.K. No, exactly. But uh, you know, but yes, but for the character, yeah, it's true. It was it. It's not something that you really get the feeling for until a little bit later on in the series and so you're right it's totally possible that Richard Harris would have even just stepped away from it potentially could have been who knows um, anyway so um, Hodge is like your little scholarly character who um, knew Clary's mom and so he explains to her the story of like kind of what's going on so her mom um, uh, joined forces with this guy Valentine way back in the day um, and like, and Luke was there, and, Luke and there were other there. people, yeah. Hodge was there, like a group of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they helped him fight against this thing called the Clave, and in the show, they do a much better job of, like, introducing us to the Clave and, like, going into detail about who the Clave is. Oh, yeah, is. that's true. Um, and there's a lot of, like, creepy men in, like, Grim Reaper costumes, yeah. but in the movie, there's, like, one dude. I also, looking back on it, in the show, I also believed things more because, okay, in this... In this adaptation, in the film, um, Valentine is played by Jonathan Rhys Myers, who's mm-hmm. an English actor that was in The Tudors, and he's been in all kinds of other stuff. Um, but he's not—he's not older than the kids, really. Like because the actors were definitely in their twenties, yeah. he doesn't look old enough to be anybody's father in any way. And spoiler alert: he's Clary's dad. Right. Um, like Clary has been led to believe that this soldier was her dad but that wasn't the case um it was because her mom didn't want her to know at all about who she was about the shadow hunters about any of these things because she stole this um was it the mortal cup or the immortal cup? i think it's the mortal cup the mortal, uh, yeah it's one of the, the mortal instruments anyway so this cup um and uh he, she steals it from valentine because he initially was trying to do good or so they thought um with this cup and then he started to experiment on it and was trying to kind of like raise more demons from hell and again in the 
show, they really go into this whole thing about, yeah. like, the demons. I don't know if you saw that in the show, but, like, there's a lot of demons in the show. I do remember there being, like, quite a few yeah. of them. Like, it was, like, a very regular thing, and it was, like, different types of demons. They went into all sort of backstory oh, so about stuff. Things. There was just a lot more detail. And then I think they end up in hell at one point, too, so. Meh, yeah, I think so. Like, towards the end. Anyway, so, um, so she stole it. She ran away, hid her identity, which Megan and I laughed about because we're like, so you moved two streets away from the guy and it's ran just, away? Okay, because <laughs> the Institute is in New York. Yeah. And she's living with her child in, in New, New York. York. So I'm like, where did you flee from? Where did you run from? Like two streets down. Like, oh, she disappeared never to be heard from again. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, and so, yeah, so she disappeared and then she put this huge, like, block on Clary's memory. Um, it's slowly coming back to Clary and yes, her dad is Valentine. Um, so, you know, Clary's trying to kind of figure this shit out. Um, they go to see Magnus Bain because he's the one who, um, put the block on her memory. Apparently he does yeah. it pretty regularly. So yeah, cause he's a, um, a warlock. warlock or whatever. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Magnus is always kind of a fun character. I mean, in the show, he's like exceptionally oh, he's good. Awesome. Harry, Harry Shum Jr. Jr. is so, so, so good. Yeah. Uh, he's wonderful, and I love him. In the film, he's played by a Taiwanese-Canadian actor named Godfrey Gao, who unfortunately passed away in 2019. No! He was only 35 years old. It All I've read briefly is that he was working um, on some sort of reality, uh, like a sports reality show in China, um, and he collapsed while he was working because Whoa. the working conditions, they were working for ridiculous amounts of time. I think they indicated he'd been filming for like 17 hours straight. Wow. Um, and he went into cardiac arrest, which is so, so sad. Oh, that's so sad. He was pretty good in this he movie. He was pretty good. I think he, they did not give him much to do, but when he was on screen, he did a good job. Yeah. And so they go uh, to Magnus's, which is at a party. They make Clary dress up in like this really tight dress. And this is where those those knee-high boots with oh, the heels come God, in. I'm so stupid. Um, and so she hobbles over and sees Magnus. And <laughs> That's she, how I would do it. <laughs> and she's trying to get him to remove the block. He's being all kind of like mysterious and shit. He's like giving Alex the eyes from across the room. Um, yeah, they definitely didn't have time to get into any of that. But the no. whole thing, like if you do watch the show, the whole thing is that Magnus has a thing for Alec and they do wind up in a relationship with each other. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and it's great and it's very well done in the show. Like they did a really good job with oh, it. Oh, they really so. did. I love that storyline. Yeah, um, so it's too bad that, like, it, you know, you can tell this is an initial film. There was no time to get into any of that. It was just, like, a spark of interest, and yeah. that's it. And then that's it. Yeah. Um, At the... We're going to talk about that later, because now I have questions about the end, because Alec is grievously injured later. Magnus shows up to help him, and then we never see him again. Does he just help him? Assume that everything's fine. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Like this is it. This movie. Is, there are like, deleted it, scenes it from been this film. So good. Like it could have been so good if they had given themselves the time and if if they had just tried to. Like, there are deleted scenes somewhere yeah. from this film in which there's a scene between Alec and Magnus where he helps, he heals him or something. There's something somewhere. I'm are sure. You just assuming. Or oh you know yeah. This? Okay. No, no, I'm guessing. Um. Yeah. So um. And then Simon, who's with them, ends up getting kidnapped by vampires. 
Yeah, yeah, because there's everything. I love that they make a point of being like, haha, there's demons, there's vampires, there's werewolves. And then Simon says something about zombies, and Isabel's like, zombies are not a thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, because that's okay, a stretch. That's too far. Um, so he gets kidnapped by vampires, and then again, they have to go back to the blade lair. Um, it's yes. kind of weird, like, where the vampires are. They're in, like, I guess what is, like, an old hotel? I don't know. But, like, there's, like, all the dinner service. like, a conference is, like, room, laid yeah. out. Um, it's really strange. Um, and Simon is, like, hanging from midair. And Clary's, like, these stupid boots. And she removes them. Like, immediately. Just, like, immediately. Like, with Without no help. issues. <laughs> like, Megan and I were saying if that were us, we would be, like, it would be, like, a two-person job to get those yeah, things off. Yeah, especially after I'd been wearing them. I'm sure, like, my fucking feet would have swelled oh, up. yeah. <laughs> and so I would have needed help to get them off. So she goes and saves Simon. Um, the vampires all emerge. She quickly puts her boots back on Ugh. again not very believable um and they go running out they're kind of having a fight like clary has to like shoot one of them um like for the rest of us it would have been that episode of friends where with ross in the leather pants <laughs> That's exactly what would have happened. <laughs> totally um we would have died because of those boots pretty much um, <laughs> Anyway, they managed to get out of this conundrum. We find out that... Oh, this is another thing. Simon got bit by a vampire. He can see properly now without his glasses. Yeah. And this never gets revisited ever again. And it's never again. brought up again. Never again. And you're like, so is he going to... Like, I was saying a real... If they had been like, this is a horror movie and not fantasy, a real horror movie move would have been like when they get out of the vampire lair after they've, they're being chased by them onto the roof of the building. Yeah. If they had climbed up... Because they climb up into the sun. Yeah. And so that's why... The the vampires cannot find them or get to them I should say follow properly mm. they it would have been like the best move ever if Simon had climbed onto that roof and fucking burst into flame <laughs> yeah you really wanted that to I would have been cool yeah. I would have really liked that they wouldn't have done that Simon's too cute and endearing yeah I know that's the problem and they want the they want the second choice they're the unrequited love yeah um so they save Simon go back to the institute I don't really know what happens here for a while. God, there's so much dialogue. So much Um, dialogue. Yeah, there's a bunch of back and forth with different people. You know, Simon looking at some things and being in the hospital talking to Clary. Uh, Jace being jealous of the fact that, I don't know, they're fucking friends. And, of course, she's going to be concerned about him. Um, Oh, yeah, there's the whole thing. When they're trying to, to find the cup, they go see the witch. Oh, yes, and she's got these tarot cards that were um, painted by Clary's mom. Um, Clary picks out one that has an illustration of the cup on it, but, like, they're kind of like, we don't really know what's happening. Yes, because she's discovered that she has this weird ability where if she, like, put, she can basically reach into a photograph or a painting and yeah. pull the object out if there is an object that's hidden in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, Clary and Jace have a smooch, um... Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, they have a smooch, which was, like, really funny because, like, the background music was so, like, loud and, like, like, just felt kind of out of place for how underwhelming the smooch was. Well, they were just, and it's funny because um, Lily Collins and Jamie Campbell Bauer dated for a couple of oh, years. Did they? <laughs> I mean, they definitely had chemistry. Honestly. No, they did. It's true. But it, they were, I guess they were better at the yearning part than the actual follow through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then like, you know, Simon's all peed off because she obviously has a thing for Jace. And then he's like, but I love you. And like, Clary's like, we just kissed. It's not a big deal. And then Jace is like, how dare you dismiss this our love such so a, easily. That was like, and I'm like, oh, okay. That like was Shakespeare. Like a weird 
that was such a weird ham-fisted argument that was written in a way that I did not understand at all. I was like, this is not an argument that teenagers would have. It's very fucking strange. Oh yeah. It's like very intense. Um, and so, yeah. So Claire and Jace are having like sexual tension as they have been throughout the whole movie. Uh, Yeah. Um, and then things start to kind of get busy in the movie. Um, uh, Hodge, so Clary figures out that the cup is hidden in this card. Um, they have a big fight with the witch who's being possessed by a demon. They yes. manage to get out of there. Um, she gets the card with the cup on it. She reaches in, pulls out the cup, and it's like, yay! Oh, this is awesome! Yeah, Simon totally like saves the day there. Yeah, he does. Um, because he definitely comes in and basically kills the witch slash demon slash whatever she's supposed to be yeah. at that point um, and helps to get the card. That way, the, the cup itself because, of course, Clary, like an idiot, went to see this lady who, like, she doesn't know her true motivations, reaches into the card right in front of her. And pulls, pulls out the, the cup. And it's like, oh, look and what I have. And then, of course, the witch turns into a demon obviously. and everything starts to go to shit. Like, Alex, Alec gets really injured. Um, Simon saves the day. Um, they manage to get out of there by the skin of their teeth. Simon's in, uh, not Simon, Alec is in the uh, hospital wing, Mm -hmm. um, and then Clary gives the cup to Hodge, because she's like, here you go, trustworthy scholar man. Yeah, you are kind of in charge, you will be able to do something with this, and then he immediately, in a completely foreseen turn of events, (laughs) is just like, oh, yeah, I've actually been working with Valentine, I'm actually a bad guy, so he brings Valentine in through the portal that exists in the Institute. And side note, we were laughing so hard, because there was kind of an insinuation that Valentine had been hiding in the basement of the Institute this whole time. Well, because her mom's down there. That's so right. her mom's been like in that coma since she drank that whatever potion or whatever right. she had. And she was with Valentine. Yes. And then they find her in the basement. So it's like, Floating. was he just like hanging out in the basement here this whole time? Like, <laughs> And what? then it just became a thing of him sneaking away from people, like tiptoeing <laughs> away when anybody came down the stairs. Uh, he wasn't a very scary villain. Um, no, I. Like, you know what, Jonathan Rhys Myers was like given at one hundred and ten percent, but it was, was just the dialogue was garbage. Oh, it was so bad, and he was so evil, and he had this little like Jafar ponytail, which oh, wasn't working for him. It was horrible. Um, and like you know, Jonathan Rhys Myers is like five foot nine, and you know we like a short king, but um, he, what's his face? Jace is like six over six two. feet tall. Uh, <laughs> and so when they got into fisty cuffs, um, it was hard to anyway whatever. Um, I digress. Uh, so Valentine pops out. He's like, yes, I have the cup. And he's like all like intense and, all the time. Yeah, and he's just like, let me be your dad in like the worst way possible. And yeah. he was um, he was weird with her. He was, There were a couple of scenes where he was like almost smelling her hair. And oh, I was yeah, like, like, oh. There was like weird like sexual tension all over the place. Oh. Even with him and Jace. And like Jace shows up and he's like trying to like fight Valentine. And like I love how like they're like, this is like the equivalent of like basically Voldemort in their world. Yeah. And Jace is just like, what's up like now i'm gonna start like fighting like immediately you. like there's no like surprise or pause or anything that no. valentine is hanging out in their library he's just kind of like oh shit like yeah. you're here oh shit you're here yeah so and but basically then this is when things started to like get fucking convoluted like it hasn't been for the whole movie but you know this is when things take like a really weird turn because mm. valentine has an evil man monologue <laughs> where he starts talking to jace like oh don't you think 
don't you, don't you realize that like your parents weren't really your parents and you were adopted and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, my name is Jace Whalen. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not. It's Jonathan Morgenstern, which makes him Valentine Morgenstern's son and Clary's also Clary's brother. brother. Um, and we were like, I remember the, when I first saw this film, I was like, what the fuck? And, and Valentine proves this to Jace by taking his ring that has a W on it and flipping it upside oh down and is like, look, it's an M now. You're <laughs> obviously a Morgan. And, and I'm like, this is so stupid. But it's so great because Jace is like, oh, I know. <laughs> it's like it was there the whole time. It's like, you don't say. Oh my God, it's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, it's very, and it's such an odd choice. I was like, why are you, what's happening right now? And I remember, of course, since I haven't read the books, when I watched the movie, I was like, is that true? And unfortunately, the film, because there was no sequel, it leads you to believe that. So you're like, so you're telling me that this author wrote in a full Luke and Leia moment where, like, they kissed and they were like, oh, ew, we're related. Yeah, but, like, in the show, it's even worse because I think they... They, they they end things, but they still want each other. Yeah, for but don't a while. they like don't they fook before they find out? That, I forget. Like like there was like a whole ass thing in the well, show because they were having a like, whole relationship. And they're like, oh no, we're not actually um, together, or we're not actually um, brother and sister. And then they're like, yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Yeah, there's a back and forth for a while because I do remember that they're in kind of a relationship. They find out that they're quote unquote related, mm. and then they end things because that would be gross. Right. And then she date Simon for a minute right and this is he does show people. he does nothing he just broods um yeah. and they and like but they're still doing this thing where they're like we're like get staying away from each other but I still fucking want you and I'm like yeah, so weird <laughs> um they do that in the movie as well like the end scene is like Jay's picking her up on his motorcycle it's so uncomfortable she's like can I put my arms around you and he's like I don't believe it in my heart Clary oh my god yeah together, that we are Jesus. brother and sister yeah, so, I love you so they have their weird showdown but it kind of it winds up going in weird directions for a minute because of course the minute that Jace is stupid and believes that this guy is like yeah I'm your dad and it's the truth um, he is like oh maybe I should listen to what he has to say now I'm like that doesn't make a, a difference you yeah. didn't like his evil plan to take over the world well you, sh- you still shouldn't like it now just because you're fucking related to exactly. him totally uh, it's ridiculous so they have a fight the fight choreography is not terrible in this film um, yeah yeah you know the stunt it's okay the stunt team did what they were supposed to do good for them they don't get enough stunt teams never get enough credit for what they have to do Mm. um so yeah so they have their final fight and then basically what is it clary takes the cup because he's about to kill jace valentine's about to kill jace oh yeah she like flings it and she's like i'm gonna throw it away if you know because i know where it'll go but you're the worst dad on the planet and so you have no idea about anything where i would send it what i would do with it blah 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 what my thoughts are because the portals if you think about where you want to go it will bring you there yeah and then he's like he's like i promise you'll never see me again so she gives him the cup and then he's like oh so i win and then she like like boots him into the portal yeah to send him she somewhere. sparta kicks him in there yeah and then she's like yas jace i did it and then he like comes back out and like grabs her yeah um and then jace like fights her off and then and then he like gets like well, i don't he know sticks they do his something. one thing into yeah. the the portal yeah and then it like turns to ice and you just got it like explodes. two arms like sticking out and then it like all explodes and then it's full of snow and i'm like you know what i don't even care anymore at this point like i don't even know what this is about and like nothing's gonna be explained so <laughs> no. who cares <laughs> no not even a little bit it was so so odd um yeah yeah, so that ends and then we have all of our wrap-up scenes her mom is still in a coma yeah so lena Headey gets to do fucking nothing in this film um she's like two scenes at the beginning and then she's done um 
So she's still in hospital, whatever. God knows when she's going to wake up. And, you know, Clary, of course, is like, yes, we still need to keep, I still need to keep learning about myself and what my abilities are and everything because it turns out she can draw runes that don't exist on herself because the runes that they put on themselves are like a spell and they can use them for yeah. different things. And she's like, I'm extra special. She's I like, make up my yeah, brain. she's like created her own special one now. So anyway, she wants to do that. Simon is fine and we never fucking revisit that vampire thing never and like simon isn't even in like the final scenes like clary just goes back to her apartment and then jay shows up and is like we need you at the institute this is so much bigger than you and me and it's like oh okay. and then we need to have our side conversation where i'm like yeah i don't believe that we're really brother and sister and you're like okay but what if you are yeah think about the implications of that for a moment yeah and like that's it that's the end of the movie um, yeah then it's just like we drive away on the motorcycle looking cool and fade to black yep so, um, the show definitely had a lot more detail, yes. and I really feel like I would enjoy the book series if I read it, um, but, and I did enjoy the movie in some ways, but I, I think I enjoyed the movie more because there was a series that came out after, and I was like, okay, I understand the story more, because otherwise in the movie there's just so many oh, details for sure. missing. But if you, like, if you try to take yourself away from the show and everything that yeah. you learned from the show, this movie is terrible. Oh, there's a lot of, like like plot holes like a lot it's so you know? bad we never revisit alec is he even okay what's up with him and magnus simon the vampire we never revisit simon and what effect that will have on him yeah. uh we don't like we don't get into any more detail like is valentine dead or not they don't even they don't even give an indication of like oh ha 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 i'm still lurking in the corner kind of thing or like they give you nothing or is like, he, yeah that's it no indication of that there's no there's no more like detail about any of the things mm. that have been introduced. Mm. Um, Hodge's character makes no sense to me at all because yeah. he flips, lets Valentine in, and then changes his mind immediately. Yeah, like I said this to you at one point. Like it's like, so which side are you on? I don't know. Like I don't know because there's no like like clear moment where he's like, oh no, I made a mistake. He just starts fighting the other side. Again, yeah, and then he's fighting their side. All of a like, sudden, I'm he's so in a confused. scene where he starts like, then he starts fighting the I bad think, guys, I think and you're Hodge like, is fighting for himself you know I think he's like I'm on Hodge's side yeah maybe that's what it is maybe that at the end of the day maybe that's what he's doing which you know sure (laughs) you do you bro you do you so yeah so this movie is terrible um it's kind of funny to watch but it is way too long for how poorly made it is you know which is probably which probably also is part of the reason that it's so bad is because it's it's long we need to um Guys, I think Marvel's really done this to us, which make, which makes me mad. But we need to bring back the idea of the hour, like the ninety-minute film, mm. like that sweet spot of about an hour and a half. Mm. Yeah, bring that back. Those are good movies, guys. Movies do not need to be three hours long all the time. It's unnecessary. Well, you have a real soapbox about this. I do, I do, because I feel like a fucking Marvel and Star Wars have made it so that every film oh, feels like it has to be four Star hours Wars. long, and I'm like, I. I, I can't anymore. Yeah. It's exhausting. You can make an excellent film in 90 minutes yeah. <laughs> without feeling like you have to go mm. just have too many. It's because it's all, it's all like filler scenes and scenes of dialogue that don't really do much. Mm. So to advance yeah. the plot or the characters in any way, shape or form. It's true. We want to know what you guys think of this movie though. Maybe you like it. Maybe you're like Shireen. Maybe you enjoy I this like film it. for what it is. Um, or maybe you're me. And you made the right choice. (laughs) You can let us know over on Instagram at fullybookedca or check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups 
slash book was way better. Um, and wherever you're listening to this, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us get the show out in front of more people and we really, really appreciate it. But until next time, guys, keep on reading. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.